welcome to another rousing episode of Not For Nothing with your host, Crazy Gray. Oh, way to get the female demographic in there, Chris. That's nice of you. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought, and I know that girls like when you call them et. Yes, totally. Yep. You know, to really, feminize, really respectful. feminizes them. Yep. Mm-hmm. My high school, my high school uh, team was the Braves. Instead of it just being also Braves for ladies, it was the Brave Ets. Of course. Which is not a word. Yeah, no. Not Everything has to be et. Yeah. 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 Or gals. I know, that there's a, I know there's a school up north where the team is the Beavers and the Lady Beavers. <laughs> yeah, right. The Lady. In Keene Valley, right. Lady Beavers. <laughs> the Lady Vikings. <laughs> a Lady Vikings is fine. Lady Beaver it just is a vagina. What? <laughs> no, it's just the whole thing is like Lady this and Lady that. It's like, could you just be... It's like the Connecticut, like Lady Huskies, you know, or something. And I'm like, it's not, you don't have to put that on yeah. there. Like, it's just. Lady Vols. The Lady Vols, yeah. It's like, oh, stop it. Please stop. I know. I know. Please. It's Please. something we should, we should get on. We should, I think we should start to the campaign to get rid of the, not diminutive, I guess it would be the effeminate. I don't know what they call that when they put an et. et yeah, you know, I think it's effeminate or something, and it's just not necessary. Yeah, it's, it's like actors and actresses, and then they finally, I think they, for the most part, they they kind of got rid of the actress, and it's, they're they all did, just actors. Which is hard to, it's hard not to say. Uh, comedian was never a good one. I hated comedian. Right. Instead of comedian, like comedian. She's a comedian. Right. Right. Not everything has to be uh, gender specific. Yeah, I remember they t- when I was a kid they taught uh, misses, and they don't say misses much anymore. Yeah. Everything is just MS, but back then it was like for ladies, it's MRS if they're married, right. MS if they're like a creeper, and like <laughs> Miss if they're like a fine young hoe. Like that's how it was. <laughs> MS was like a Miss. Weird. And then I think there was a MZ. There yeah, there was a Miss. That's if there's a widower or something. Right, or something. And it was like weird and just awkward. MZ, I, MZ went away quick. Right. And then dudes are just Mr. Like it's like you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, why can't we just. Fucking, yeah. They do whatever they want, man. Right, they just, man. They're Mr. from the time they're, they're born. Because we're in control. Unless they become we have a all doctor. The power. Then they're a doctor. Right. But girls can't be doctors. So. Right. Doctorettes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wife's a doctorette. Hey. She couldn't make full doctor, you know, because yeah. she's a. a right. Doctor she's a female. Right. So, yeah. She doesn't with really that, know. With, if she had a dick, she'd be a doctor. Yeah, of Let's course. Let's put it that way. Right, right. Uh, speaking of my wife, uh, my brother-in-law is in town, Tyler Harris. Um, he is on a bike ride by himself, hopefully safely. Uh, at some point during this podcast, he will return and my dog will lose her mind. So bear, get ready for that part of the pod. It's going to be a safe. can't wait. Can't wait. It's probably going to be the highlight of this show, Chris. It might be. It might be. <laughs> or the highlight of this show might be this, Chris, my hot political take. Ooh. We're, okay. going in, we're, we're taking it into a political field for a, yeah. a short detour this week. We need to spice things up a little bit, Chris. Our ratings are a little well, lower than usual. Yeah, and, and, I, and I feel like we need to hit a new demographic. Okay. And, this, and, and I don't know what this demographic is. Okay. That's uh, the best kind of demographic is to find out actually what demographic you're actually getting into. The demographic is uh, people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about. That's, <laughs> that's I think. Whatever. Which is, could be a big demographic. Come yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so fellow, Which is basically us as well. Yeah. Well, no shit. That's why it's my take. Um, <laughs> so, Chris, I don't know if you've uh, heard lately uh, the political grumblings around the president. And uh, this quid pro quo uh, request to the Ukrainian leadership uh, for $400 million worth of blah, blah, blah to aid, fight off the Russians. Financial aid. Yep, I heard uh, it. In turn, uh, to do some, some smear, a smear campaign or help them with a smear campaign against Joe Biden. Right. Uh, Joe Biden's uh, son, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Correct. So, and it was re- – the whole thing has just been a, 
crazy because like when I first heard about it, it was like Giuliani was like something just like Giuliani was stepping in it. Right. But then it like it's it's definitely it's definitely become a big a bit of a snowball effect, and now there really are impeachment calls by the Democrats and uh-huh. what that looks like. Yep. So that's my very boring basic sum summation of this. All okay. right. All right. Now you ready for the take? Yes. God, am I? Here's the take. Donald Trump did this shit on purpose. He wants he wants to get impeached. He wa- he wants to be important to the end. I think he thinks he's going to lose this election. I think he knows he's going to lose this election. Uh. And I think that the way that this information is coming out is like it's too it, it just feels like it, it it's ripe for an impeachment process and it also gives the Republicans a chance to feel the different nominee in the next election. Uh, other than Trump that could actually win because Trump's not going to win the next election. I think he sees the writing on the wall. I think that the, the polls are not going to lie. I don't think he has the support that he had from Russia in this next election. Uh, that is my theory. Now, does that seem to make <laughs> any sense to you? Yeah. You know, oh, so a part of it does. And, and I don't, um, I, I, yeah, it, it, he's well, so the, the weird thing about him and this whole the, the presidency and, and the Republicans and all this stuff is they're so crazy enough that I'm just not sure what they're what they're doing or what they're capable of anymore. So they're capable of anything. They're capable of anything. Right. So. So, yeah, like part of this is you know, like all of a sudden he, like, he's like, oh, yeah, of course, I'm going to release this, this the transcripts of this thing. And then everyone's like he did it or he stonewalled for a while. But then he did it. And then everyone's like, wow, you maybe really shouldn't have done that. Right. right. It feels like he would have known not to do that. Yeah. But then again, like he knows he, he always think he should know or should not know things to do or what not to do. And, you know, he doesn't always play That's by the true, book. Too. So it's like, you know, and, and I've, I even read something about him that I was like, oh my God, this is so obvious. Like I, how did I not sort of see this before? But his, basically his, his playbook is just to, um, I mean, one, it's to contradict himself always and, and other people and stuff, but it's always to sort of, um, do exactly what he's doing and and flip it to like and blame someone else is like doing it right. So like he's always talking about corruption and Biden and Ukraine stuff, but it's exactly what he did himself. Oh, for sure. Right. No, so, I mean, there's, there's he, but his no, game plan is no, always to do no. this. It's always to sort of turn it on its own head, and then everyone seems to sort of give him the leeway for it or not or not pressure him into doing this. And and I've even read other stuff too. Now people are like, actually, I think that Democrats are actually idiots, and this is going to drive up his, his fan base. And he just, he just raised thirteen million dollars or something from a fundraising campaign because just after this happened, uh, for him and for the Republican Party or something. And so like I'm, I, it's so crazy. Like I, it's, it it makes my head spin almost every time I start reading something that I stop doing it. And I, and maybe that's part of the plan too. Is that it's just to like throw so much commotion and nonsense out there like no one has any idea what's going to go on and i wouldn't be surprised at all if if he either does drop out or he doesn't and wins re-election see i i i mean i i and maybe that's sure. part of the to plan your point, and too, your point right? about trump trump being a, a hypocrite there's his he there's there's no end to his ability to to be a to of, of his level of hypocrisy is immense he he and I don't know how truly devious or smart he is. What I do think he has shown and the and sort of the thing that what maybe what you're getting at a little bit is the um he has shown how volatile the entire political system yes, is absolutely. and the, the how uh unfunctional the fu- the functionality of mm-hmm. the government is right. 
And that will – we can never put that back in the box. Right. Like we – he really could – he he, I have no doubt he has a way to figure out a way out of every yes. scenario. Like yes. He can just deny or he can just like spin it back into other people's faces. Like the thing is, is like there was a level of honor in, in – and holding yep. political office right. that we all relied on. Like if you, we shamed you, if yeah. we caught, you know, if we right. caught, what was that guy, Gary, whatever, who was with Donna. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 What was yeah. his name? Back G- in the Gary. 80s. Yeah. The, the, he was running for president. Yep. Right. Uh, God, Gary right. Hart. Gary Hart. Yep. Gary Hart got caught, uh, having an affair. He was right. on a boat with Donna. I want to fucking, I, I, she had like a, a regular <laughs> word for an, a name. <laughs> Like it was like Donna, not Donna Summers, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's on the tip of my tongue too. Donna Rice, Donna Rice. So Gary Hart was caught on, was caught uh, having a bit of a, a, a tort affair with a, a woman, Donna Rice, um, by by a by a reporter. He was, there was a photo of him on a boat. He was yep, running for president. Right. Yep. That would even if that happened now, like it, it wouldn't even like stumble no. the campaign. No, no, no. He was it, a front runner to be the president of the United States, and because he was caught, he was like, "I all right, well, I will." Stand down. First of all, the press used to find that shit out and not even say anything because right. the, the the press had honor. Right. But then the press decided they were going to be dishonorable or not hold that code. I don't know if that means you're dishonorable. And Somewhat. and they broke the code. And then Gary Hart was like, you're not breaking the code. And they were like, yeah, we are. And so then he stood down and that was the new code. But now there is the no, way that I mean, Trump has sort of rejiggered things. You can just do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, and, and there really is no accountability in any of it. It's crazy. Like you can you you can just fight tooth and nail and and, and just get lawyers involved. Now, that I I personally like I know that there is a there is a chance that Trump, Donald Trump will be reelected. Mm-hmm. I I realize that, mm-hmm. um, and I don't I I can't begin to predict what what how that will look or what it looks like. I just feel like when I was when I was learning about this, it just seems like too, it just seems too stupid. Like it seems right. It does. It seems too stupid to just the whole setup just feels too obvious. It's like, it's like we're taking the bait mm-hmm. like the, Hey man. So can you do me a favor, man? <laughs> uh, you know, Joe Biden's son, man. Well, I hear there's some like things, you know, rumors, bro. If you could like, get a handle on that man you'd go a long way with this money okay bro like it it's like it's a great it's like if you staged a call that's how it sounds like (laughs) it it's and then to have giuliani go on tv and be like yeah and you know what we're 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 involved too and we we're paid by taxpayer dollars (laughs) yeah the general like we've got everyone involved and then donald trump's like well, let me see how is this taking? I don't know if this is taking. How about if I release, you know, the transcripts? I just, I feel like it's either a, it's a, either a, an, an intentional distraction, either meant to feed his ego, so he's in the headlines right now, yeah, or he's trying to get impeached. Those yeah, are that's yeah, my take. That's my last political take on the show. Uh, there's no way to disprove it, so that's <laughs> that's the beauty of this take. It's it is it, it's 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 confounding to me that. Um, yeah, he might. He might just be like, because he's, he's, I, you know, he doesn't really want to be in there like doing this job. He just wants to be in there because of his ego, like you said. And he also, I think, sees the writing on the wall. He's getting old, and he wants to. I think he wants to enjoy his life. I do think he wants to enjoy his life and all of the money he's well, made being 
president. Yeah, exactly. And he's made, I think he's, and a lot of, so part of me, like, and sort of. He actually is a millionaire. Yeah. Well, I mean, in some way or shape or form, he is, obviously. But um, he, I also think this this is all, like, this goes to your point about making money during the presidency. And I think this whole thing has been a whole, you know, obviously a big scam on his part for, on multiple layers. But I think part of this, and I don't know the actual details, and I, I don't know what the what the truth is there on this, and, and how easily this is able. But like all, all this fundraising um, that he's been doing over the years, and apparently every stop he gets, he gets you know like in the tens of millions of dollars, and it's just for his campaign. And at some point in time, I think he could just go like, you know what, I'm not running for re-election, and that money is still his basically. Yeah. Right. You know, and so like there's all these. I think monkeys weird... are fucking happy for him to have it. They all feel like they're a part of something. Right. That, like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so be, he can just take They want to be in a big racist club. Right. And and he, but like, he, he can make his like $100 million dollars and he can, and like he can walk just, away from this, right? And he can just sort of go, you know what? I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. You know, These and, guys get their fucking MAGA hats and that's all they give a shit right. about. Right. And, 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 but, well, but the new the new era Ku Klux Klan hood. But, you know, because, well, that's the whole thing. But the, the fandom of this is ridiculous too because they, they all, they're all buying in. They all believe him and, and what he's – they think he is and what he is and whatnot and stuff. But there was also another article. I didn't read it, but I just saw the headline was like, he's already like uh, trying to deal with, uh, wheel and deal with Pelosi about like settling this. Right. And, and getting out of this somehow or, or, or whatever and stuff. So like, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if this was his sort of way out. If it's just going, you know what? I'm tired of dealing with this. I'm tired of this. this. I've made like the money I want to make off of the, off of the, all these dumb idiots. Um, yeah. Let's, I, know, I personally, I personally do not want him to be impeached. Um, I, it's just a shit show to begin with. It's too late in the game. And I am terrified of a candidate other than Donald Trump coming out and taking apart Joe Biden or whoever gets the I think the Biden will take care of himself. I think he'll – that guy's been saying way too many dumb, weird things lately. He I can't. Just, I don't he think still, he'll – He doesn't phase it. No one cares. Did, did I tell you – I'm a little surprised because I feel like the Democrats, Democrats can't play that Democrats. game. They can't play that game as far as like just sticking their foot in their mouth or like doing the wrong things and getting away with it. I just I feel like the the, the Trump and, and whatever he's created kind of only plays and works for them now, whereas the, the Democrats are still trying to hold on to the something it, it, like you've said in the past of like of the honor of of of, of this whole thing. And, and it's not I, I just don't think they can just do I don't think they can do Trump and, and be successful at it. And Biden, uh, I, you know, I think there's too many skeletons in Biden's closet along the way, not even considering this Ukraine thing, if, if whether it's true or not, although it seems like it's not true. So I, I think it's I think there's there's a whole nother challenge there for them to even get a reliable contender even in the next um, election going in with Trump against Trump potentially there. That it, it that's part of the other thing that worries me, too, is that they're all going to, like, screw themselves over somehow, some way. And then you're going to get this weak ass nominee who can't even, like, go toe to toe with Trump or something like that. Yeah. Or Paul Ryan, who will be the, the person who, who – Paul Ryan's been laying in the cut. Watch out for him. He's going to make a push either in 2020 or 2024. That guy's done. Just watch out. He's done. Yo, he's, no. That's why Dude. all these other Republicans and these congressmen and senators Dude. and stuff have like – not seeking re-election stuff because they're like, this is so fucked up. I'm not – I can't do this anymore. I'm Paul Ryan, this. man. Paul Ryan. Watch out. Mark my words. That's another hot take. You heard it here first. <laughs> Paul Ryan, 2024. If anybody, it's Mitch McConnell, I think. Mitch McConnell. His old ass. He's <laughs> Thanksgiving rolls around. He hides. He's all. Oh, oh, oh. There's another part of me that that feels like, and this is the last I'll talk about this. Is another part Thank of me God. is like Trump and his party have done this themselves, 
and and sort of laid the trap for like the media and the Democrats to sort of fall into and prove again, once again, that there was nothing there really that they can hang their hat on that he actually did anything illegal, right? He he's always sort of outside the lines a little bit here, and then he's he's always sort of uh, uh, insulated himself from the actual crimes or or right. perceived crimes and stuff. And I feel like this is another thing where they they release a transcript, they release the whistleblower thing. It's all them and his people that are doing this, operating in this way, just again to to prove and and to kind of help grow his his legend and his base and the whole thing. And that's another part of that worries me and scares me is that. Um, Baron Trump is the next president. No, of the world. is that it's just, it, this will just this will just make him stronger and, and potentially get him reelected again. You know because because they, they keep falling for this stuff. They're like, oh, we've got him now. We've got him again. We've got him again. I'm not even. One. I'm not even that concerned about reelect. Dude, the economy's gonna fucking explode. Well, and if Trump's in office while it does. Yeah. So be that's it. That's the like, only thing I'm hanging my hat on. Uh, all right. Speaking of uh, exploding economies, uh, <laughs> baseball <laughs> playoffs are about to start. <laughs> Uh, so, so if you're that, uh, that was an amazing segue. We're, uh, we're, it's, this the playoffs are right around the corner. Oh, I think there's a, so exciting. Maybe another little chase uh, going on in the AL. The Athletics and Indians and Rays are fighting for two kind of playoff spots, but not really. The they they're fighting to play one game. <laughs> To maybe make it into the playoffs because baseball is so fucking ridiculous. Chris, why are we talking about baseball? Because I want your predictions. Oh, I want. God. I want. I want to know what Chris Mercer thinks is going to happen in these uh, 275th annual MLB playoffs. Is that what it is? Is that how many years it is? Yeah, it's 275. <laughs> Chris, we're in the two now. Feels fucking it was, like it. Seriously, it's just, this whole. We're talking. Uh, the season feels like it's been going on for 275 years. So in the American League, we've got the top of the standings. The AL East, we've got the New York Yankees uh, coming in first in the Central. The Minnesota Twins and the history AL franchise, Houston Astros, atop the West. Uh, I mean, you can do you, if you have a take on the plans. I don't think I'll give I don't you. A, know. I'll give you a take. The Yankees will not make the World Series. Um, they just struck out seventeen times in one game the other night against the Tampa Bay Devil Rays or the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm sorry. Uh, they tied like their record like for, that was set years and years ago. I think this. I think that Yankees are set up to fail in the, in the playoffs. I think they're they're too they're too much you know slugging home run strikeout type of thing. Um, so I, I think that I, that usually doesn't play well. Even though it seems like they will end up playing the Twins in the playoffs? Doesn't matter. I think the Twins will out-pitch them or whatnot. The Yankees lack in pitching. Uh, they're big strikeouts and they're big home run guys. And I think usually that is the bad formula for the for the playoffs in baseball. So I think... Little the- note about the Twins. Uh, if they win the last game, if they win one more game uh, this season, they will be the fourth 100-win team, which has only happened two other times in baseball history. That's incredible. Uh, yep. And they're uh, surprisingly enough. These are the twins, man. Where you know, who who did, the twins, man? Who even talks or thinks about the twins anymore in baseball? Even like who expected them to to win a hundred games this year? Really? If even you put two? a fucking loaded gun to my head right now and said name a twin, I couldn't. Yeah. You have to shoot me. I cannot name one Minnesota twin. 
One. Right? Can you? Uh, I don't know one. Burt Blylevin? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Jack Morris? Yeah. yeah. Is he still pitching? Viola, maybe? (laughs) Jilly Davis? I don't fucking know. Oh, man. Who the fuck's on? Who is Uh, on the Minnesota Twins? I want to say there's like one guy's name is like, uh, it's like Sano? Cespeda? Cespeda? That's what I would go with. I'd go with... Oh, I'd probably say Cespeda. Oh, oh, god damn it! I know who's on the team, and he—he he was the—he's the destination here he, for like um, uh, Cruz. Uh, he was on the Mariners for the last for like three, four years. Um, uh, nope, no idea who that is. Yeah, oh, man, I can't think of his first name now. This is great. great. Yeah, he's yeah. the guy that's like he's like forty years old, but he's still slugging like forty home runs a year because he's probably Nelson on some. Cruz? Yeah, Nelson Cruz. Don't know him. I just looked up the roster. Okay. Yeah, Nelson Cruz. <laughs> but you did. You would. You would live. Is Kyle Gibson any relation? To Kirk, Kirk Gibson? Uh, probably not. In looking at this... Is there a guy named Sanu? This, Sanu? Lineup, Sanu? I still don't know a motherfucker on this team. Is there a third not baseman one. with a, like, starts with an S or uh Dude, I will not, I will not justify that with an answer. Oh. It uh, Do they have a third baseman with a, starts with an S? I do not know. I thought you were looking at the roster. I gave it up. Oh, I don't okay. give a shit. All right. So, uh, I just, anyway, I, I hope the Twins win the World Series. What's that? I hope the Twins win the World Series. It's not going to wow. happen, but I hope they do. Because I don't want the Yankees to win. The, the Astros are so good. Who freaking cares about them? Um, I like the Astros. I like they They're amazing. They're absolutely like freaking amazing. I think they're going to win it. I, I think yeah. they're going to win it. They're going to dominate it. They have pitching. W- they have a great balanced offense. They're, they're incredible. So um, your prediction coming out of the AL would be the Houston Astros on the real, or are you going to take the Twins? No, no, on the real, it's got to be the Astros. I think they're just going to dominate whoever they play, no matter – uh, what? Um, but uh, but then yeah, it's like the Cardinals are in the in the in the National well, hold on. League. Hold on, hold on. So you got the <sighs> Astros, right? Yeah, the Nationals are in a wild the card. We've got the Atlanta Braves atop the East, followed by the uh, wild card favorites, Washington Nationals. Uh, the Nationals without Bryce Harper proved that they could do it without him. Oh, good job. Great. Dusty good for them. Yeah. Dusty Baker does it again. Mm. Is he still the manager? I don't no, care. Probably. Um, so you got the Atlanta Braves. Uh, this, this, everything's all locked up here, by the way. Um, I believe – I don't understand how this works. So five teams get in, two play each other. But So so who? what two teams play each other? The, the two wild card, card teams? teams, yeah. Oh, okay, so – so the big thing is in the central between the Cardinals and the Brewers because the winner gets like to actually play in the playoffs and the loser has to play a one game playoff yes. for no reason. Right. Yep. So I fucking hope the Brewers are the team that is the wild card there. Yep. Because of Bud Selig. Because it's fucking nasty ass. And fuck the Brewers. Also, what a stupid playoffs that we have where the Brewers and the Astros will make the playoffs but in the wrong fucking divisions or leagues. Right? What? Wasn't the the Brewers? Didn't they used to be in the AL? I don't know, Chris. I don't. I don't know anymore. The Brewers used to be in the AL, Probably. and I think the Astros used to be in the NL. Maybe, possibly. Okay, you yeah. don't care. No. So you got the Braves, the Nationals, the Cardinals, the Brewers, and the seven-time losers, Los Angeles Dodgers. I'm gonna lose my shit if it's the Astros and the Dodgers again for a third time, and the Dodgers get swept. It's just like I don't care. Like this is part of the baseball problem. Like all of a sudden now, everyone always complains about the uh, the Warriors are always like guaranteed to make the playoffs and and win the the series and the whole thing and basketball and stuff. But 
this is what's been going on in baseball the last couple of years. It's, it's the fucking Dodgers and it's the Astros, man. I don't who who wants to see that shit show again. Well, I've got to I got to take for you, dude. Well, it's not a take. It's a prediction. I think that the Dodgers will lose. I don't think the Dodgers are making it to the to the World Series. Okay. I think the Braves are due. I think the Braves are going to sneak in there. I like that one. Um, I think that the Braves are maybe the best team in the NL. Yeah, let's get the uh, chop going right on national television again because that'll yeah, be yeah. Let's do that. Let's Whoever get, yeah. loves the chop. Yeah. Um, so Wear yeah, some headdresses and stuff too. You know, like let's just really uh, yeah. I think that this is also the first time that the Braves and Dodgers. What? There's some other weird. It's, it's the first time since the '90s. Like these teams. Oh no, maybe the Twins and the Braves or some shit like that. Uh, so anyway, it's kind of a throwback year in that regard. I hate the Dodgers. They're the team I hate most in baseball. And I don't – the reason why is it's twofold. One, they fired Don Mattingly and still haven't gotten over the hump, so why aren't they firing their new coach or manager? Sorry. I, I just don't understand that. And and they always have these fucking bearded gingers. They're just disgusting to look at. They're just a team full of <laughs> grimy-ass firebush fucking grime balls. I hate looking at their dumb team. I hate – they're ginger ass team, so that, that that's why I hate the Dodgers. All right, they have a new one. They got a new ginger. His name's like Clint McClintock or something like that. <laughs> that's what I guess his name is. Okay. So do you have a prediction? Braves. Yeah, I told you. Astros? Braves. Braves. Astros in the World Series. I don't care who wins. I hope right. it's the. I hope it's the Astros because I. Uh, I love. I love. I want the Astros to win until the end of time. Just because it like. No one's really an Astros fan, and they are so dominant. And I think that it doesn't matter to me that baseball is dominated by a team that no one has is a real affili- affiliation with. Okay, I'll go along with that. Braves, uh, Braves, uh, Astros. Yeah. I've already put a, I've already put money on it. So, Perfect. Uh, Great. So we can lock that can in. Can we stop talking about this now? Hey, dude. Oh my god, this I is way too baseball. long. Talking baseball. We haven't talked about baseball fans, in months. Our baseball fans. Adore it. It's America's pastime. <laughs> uh, speaking of, I'll probably be going to my one last Pirates game of the season. Uh, so look out for me if you guys are watching the Pirates I think you game. should get really drunk and try to get on the field. <laughs> yeah, no. No. I don't think it's going to be that hard. <laughs> They'll just let you on. Like, yeah, sure. Come on. Security is the Pirates game. This is incredible. Uh, and I probably told you the story, but uh, Kristen... My wife uh, is a doctor. We went to a game. She uh, had a page. She had to go into the hospital, left the game. But because baseball is so long, she uh, went to the hospital, dealt with what she needed to deal with. uh, And the game was still going on. So she came back to the stadium and they were like, I'm sorry, there's no reentry into the stadium. And she was like, ah, but I'm a doctor. Here's my ID and my pager. Uh, (laughs) The security guard goes, "Okay, I'll look the other way. And. But he didn't mean it figuratively. He literally turned around and faced his back to her <laughs> while she just like looked around suspiciously and walked past him back to her seat. That's a good. So story. that's the. I don't think it will be that hard to get on the field. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. baseball. We'll yep. look the other way. That should be their slogan that, next year. It should be. It should be. <laughs> I have learned uh, the the owner of the Pirates basically uh, funds his failing newspapers with the uh, baseball team. So that's why they never win. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's, that's smart. That's smart. To yeah. Show. Yeah. So moving away from baseball, okay. Uh, into other topics. Uh, I think you wanted to jump into our, our, uh, so we've done politics. We've mm-hmm. done baseball. Mm-hmm. 
I feel it's only natural we would go into uh, movies. Do you have any <laughs> movie, uh, uh, movie topics you want? Of course, I do. About? I know you do. Yeah, I do. It's not like I'm guessing. I know. I know so, you do. Uh, so we've talked about remakes in the past, I believe, on this the show. The remakes. And how we don't like them, we despise them. Uh, and yeah. they always they always choose the the movies that they the, like the the, the one the, they always choose the good movies that you just you, sh- you can't remake right you just right. can't get back to there. Well, there's a new one, Chris, that they're re- gonna remake. Apparently, it's in the works. I okay, so I wanted to guess this one. Okay, because you said it would grind my gears. It would grind your gears. It grinds my gears. It's it's a movie we both share, have a huge connection to, and love. Man, I just I can't put my fucking finger on it. We've talked about like it at length on this show um, recently, or like in the last three years. In the last uh, six months to like oh, not quite a year, maybe. Give me a genre. Nineties. Um, okay. Um, you've you've written a whole like Facebook post on this. Yo, dude, I'm drawing a blank. I can't get it. What is it? New Jack City. Fuck off. Are you kidding me? I am 100% serious, Oh, man. give me a fucking break. Why? I don't know. There's no explanation for it. I've read a couple. I heard about it somewhere else, and, I, and then I started researching and looking who's, up. Who's directing this shit? No one's attached yet. The only guy that's connected to this so far is the guy. So there's a show on FX that's called... called if it's not fucking Mario Van Peebles, this is a fucking <laughs> just out of control bullshit. <laughs> There's a, there's a show called Snowfall on FX, which it deals like with the uh, with the LA like uh, drug rise and, and like crack cocaine and stuff, you know, back in the '80s. Um, and apparently, the guy who I think he stars in it, but he's also like produces that show or something, or like created that show. So apparently, he's the dude that's connected to this. That's that's re trying to remake New Jack City. Fuck him. Yeah. Fuck this project. Yeah. You can't remake. You, you can't, can't remake it. John Waters, the the, the famous. Uh, art house director. Yep. One time in an interview said that he thought it was a tragedy that people remade great movies. Yes. And that what the movies that should be remade are the terrible are the ones. movies that were almost great. Yes. You know those movies where you're like, God damn man, if that would have yes. just done if they would have just yes. like ended it there or like put like there are so many near misses mm-hmm. out there. Mm-hmm. There's so many great movies almost. Right, especially a lot of them you can you can update and, just, and 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 modernize that I think would Johnny would, Mnemonic. Right. Johnny Mnemonic. Could be <laughs> the net. It's almost great. It's the net. Almost great. Yeah. I, I can think of a million of them. Absolutely, and the ones, especially like even like sort of B movies or something, which and I know we've talked about this before. I think with with what's his name has done, you know, with most of his movies remaking sort of or reimagining them, um, Tarantino, uh, you know, stuff like that. Like just yeah. do that then. Like you can, you can take a premise of a movie that's terrible or bad, and you can just, you can actually probably even take X-rated movies and and take some basics of, of some of those movies and just like modern, you know, <laughs> make them into an actual movie or something. <laughs> so I I guess the, the the problem with all of this is we don't know how hard it is to get a movie made, uh, and I think that it can't be that hard because they make some terrible movies out there. Yeah, no, I know, but 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 like you're. People like, are just lazy. They're too lazy to try something new because new I know, but it's not like anyone's gonna make, fucking, make money like, off of those. You would get Crocodile Dundee remade before you got fucking Johnny Mnemonic remade because there's just a name recognition. Like, right, exactly. It's, it's easier. Exactly. Someone's gonna put money yep. behind a movie. Right. The people will just see like they'll like some people. Are it just almost doesn't matter if they'll make move money off of it or not. They just they just. 
it's such a weird it's I don't know how it necessarily works, but yeah, you're right. You're totally okay, right. Okay, so if this dude decides to remake New New mm-hmm, Jack City mm-hmm. uh and he does not bring in of Mario Van Peebles to direct it, then that would just be a tra- that would be a tragedy. I mean I can't you can't even have Mario Van Peebles direct a remake, right? You can't you just can't do that to him, basically, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, the only true. thing you can make work with him is if you sort of make a a follow up or a sequel somehow to it, or like a, you know, like um, why don't they remake that movie Posse, the Mario Van Peebles? <laughs> now that was almost a good movie, but wasn't good. <laughs> they could they could do that one. They could do a lot, man. They could do a lot. so, but that's sort of the point of like New Jack City too. Is though is it's a it's a it's an era and it's the time and place of of what sort of was going on in in that in that world right yeah and that and then i guess that's a great point so that was when we came out in 1990 right or 91 like the crack epidemic is still happening right in new york i mean the fucking the carter like the, like that's that's like the, basically become jay-z's brand that's from new jack city like you can't no no one's gonna like make a new new jack city there's right. about like a, whatever the something. fucking right. opioid epidemic yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. The fuck, right you know? or something like, right there's, yeah you can't just you can't just go, oh, you know what we're going to do? We're going to reinvent the crack epidemic, but it's going to be in 2020. You know, like it's not. I was thinking about this today, like, like sc- scratching, right? DJ, like DJ scratching, you know, mm-hmm. like that is so fucking Im- immensely inventive. Like that is that happened in our lives, lifetimes. Like somebody reimagined how to like play a record. They found the right tools yeah. and then it took off from right. one place one neighborhood yep. right yep. when the fuck was the last time some shit like that happened when was the last time a new type of music came out like hip-hop for example that's what like, i'm saying after that what like we don't even have fucking disco like can anybody make a new sound can anybody invent a new fucking instrument like can anybody come up with a new idea for a movie no because nobody wants to nobody wants to do that why? Why, did, why don't it's people not want to e- do it's, shit? It's too. It's not easy, you know, right? It's hard, and like you can't, you can't. It's hard to sell. And I've, I think I've, I've read about this kind of stuff, especially within the movies industry and stuff. It's just, it's too hard. Like you were saying, it's too hard to sell something new, because no one goes. Like even when you're trying to pitch like a show or a movie or something, you always kind of have to. Apparently, you always kind of give them, like, oh, this this is kind of like this and this and this, right? Like it's right. like this show. So like, but if you, maybe if you did that and you want, Oh, Hey, you know what this movie is kind of like, it's kind of like new Jack city, but it's new, right? It's something yeah. different. But then they'll, they'll just go, you know what? Just remake new Jack city. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've, I, it's fucking I, stupid. It's ridiculous. Especially with music and all kinds of other things. It's like, it takes, you know how off, you know, few and far between is, is the, is the revelation of something new in any, in any sort of genre or, or, uh, you know, cultural sort of significance. There has to be some shit out there that, like, kids are up to that I don't fucking know about, you know, like, that they could make a movie about. Like, there has to be. I mean, there's got to be some fucking... Maybe the only thing... I don't know what Crip came out. Like, someone should have made a movie about Crip Walking. Or, like, (laughs) like, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of, like, some fresh shit. Like, what's fresh? Like, I just... A coding, like we were just gonna. Yeah, basically, right? Show. They just made a thing movie that, about like, makes... YouTube, YouTube tutorials. <laughs> like that will be. It's fucking whack, dude. It's crazy, man. I, I can't. Oh, there's there's plenty of other uh, sort of um, '90s black movies and stuff that you could totally remake, and I think that we that would be much improved and, and great on it too, right? We've we've kind of gone over those that list of those those movies that we've all sort of watched and we've enjoyed and stuff, and the, but they were terrible. Like, well, like for example, like what 
remember the era of like feel good sports movies that came out? Yeah. Like basketball movies. Yeah. Like there's always there's always been a basketball movie. Right. That's like the feels good. Right. Where is the feel? Uh, do they make feel good basketball movies anymore? No. Like, no. is there a feel good sports movie right now? Like, where's that fucking genre? <laughs> where's the feel good sports movie? We used to have, we used to be able to count on them. Uh, yeah. Has there even been like Rocky a baseball two, or that, something? Or that yeah. the last feel good Normally movie. there's a baseball movie, you know, that's yeah, every. Yeah, fucking dude, baseball movies, baseball movies are better than baseball. <laughs> are they? I would rather really? watch fucking, I would rather watch Field of Dreams right now than a fucking baseball game. Oh, for, for sure. sure. Oh, for sure. I'd rather watch Major League. I'd rather watch Bull Durham. I'd rather watch The National, even though, or whatever that's called. I've never seen it. The Natural. Yeah, The Natural. Angels in the Outfield. I'd watch that. <laughs> He's bounded down. I would do any of those before I wanted to go to see a baseball game. Uh, summer league or summer catch or whatever it was called. Yeah, take it. <laughs> field, field of their own or whatever the fuck it's called. No crying in baseball. Oh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Chris, I think, men out. I think we've... I could go on and on. Let's not. Okay. I think we should move on, Chris, and take up time. Let's do picks. Let's do picks. We should have uh, one of our musical friends uh, create that for us so we can... Yeah, those fucking scumbags that couldn't get their shit together. Yeah. I have two theme songs coming up, uh, supposedly, and we're using our own. Right. Because we couldn't wait any longer. Yeah, well, you know. These slow-ass producers. <laughs> Chris, last week, recapping... I don't yeah. know if you want me to do that or not. Did I do bad? You did. You did pretty bad. Right, how bad? You were um, six and ten. All right. Yeah. How'd you do? Uh, I was almost the exact opposite of you, <laughs> except for six? except for pet better. That's <laughs> eleven and five. Wow. I was crushing it. Great job. Uh, that's also two weeks in a row, Chris. I was eleven and five, so I'm pretty much the greatest football picker of all time. Wow, that, and I'm not going to go crashing back down to earth this week. Well, you <laughs> did you did pick the the Packers with me. I did exactly. So we're off on a terrible start. Back to earth like the Packers. <laughs> Although, uh, so overall for the season though, we're both doing uh, very well. We're we're uh, we've got more rights than wrongs. Okay. Um, so there's that for us, and so um, maybe we can kind of at least keep that streak going, and and um, and maybe not just completely fall apart. Having said that, we, we both are off to a losing start with Thursday night. We both went ahead and picked Green Bay last night before the game started. And this sort of worries me as, like a, as, a, as sort of an intro to this week. Is it, is it sort of like the, the, uh, the tide turning with a lot of these things? You know, like we, we were talking about like overreactions in week two and like things aren't as maybe as they seem. Maybe Green Bay's defense isn't as good as, they, as everyone thought they were. Howard is better than... Right, and you could you could run at the them, homes. and 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 sort of the um, the the problems and or the holes in in certain teams are are sort of maybe uh, start showing this week that maybe they haven't been uh, as as obvious or noticeable in in the weeks past. Uh, I mean, I think this probably just but like if we're just going to start with, just to sort of analyze the Eagles and Packers game, uh, I think that what you found here was probably just a uh, one coach with more experience and a better game plan, right? 
So maybe it's time to like think, consider that as well. I mean, Green Bay did sort of lose Devontae Adams there for the, in the fourth quarter, and I, 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 I'll guarantee you that you know hurt them quite a bit. Like if he, they had him on the field there, that, and, and at the end of the game, they probably would have scored a touchdown. I'm pretty confident yeah, in that. I agree. Or the la- I think the last two drives even they had, um, you know, failed sort of miserably for them. So I think you know Devontae Adams would have made a huge difference for in that sense because he was running all over their secondary and they couldn't contain him. Now, having said that, you're right. I think. The coach and and whatever the game plan that they had there was a little shaky at the end as well, um, but you know Green Bay, you know sort of was exposed that no one else could could well Denver kind of ran on them last week so you could kind of there is a little bit of precedent there that I, I don't think you know Philly is as bad as everyone thinks they are uh, or is their, their record indicated and and vice versa Green Bay you know sort of the opposite they, you know they also played three poorly poor offensive teams. Yeah. So it does kind of make their defense look probably better than it than it is or was and stuff. So in that sense, I think there's a few games I think this week that I think will prove those out. And the, and the trick, obviously, is of course is, is figuring those which ones those are. Which I, I also say. I also say, also say this, uh, just to sort of as a lead in into our picks. Uh, it's it's very hard to win four games in a row. Yeah, absolutely. I, I just think that that's what that's how it is. Like yep. I, and so if you've got a team that's won a bunch of games in a row, I think it just is going to become increasingly difficult for them to to keep that going yeah so. and i don't think green bay was a bad pick last night you know being on a short week both teams you know played on sundays or whatever short week at home thursday night only four points only four points um who knew philly would you know sort of explode um all over green bay so um the eagle explosion so Gross. with that <laughs> Splash. Splash. um sunday games chris yes sir Carolina without Cam Newton. I don't have your document open, so you're just going to have to read them to me. I'll That's try fine. to pay attention. Yeah, <laughs> Good. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Carolina without Cam Newton on the road in a Houston team that just seems to have sort of the right schedule sort of laid out for him for, a, for, for so far here at least with, you know, neither of us are, uh, are Houston believers, but they kind of just seem to probably be the, the strongest team in this division, maybe minus the Colts. Um, the Colts kind of keep winning. We'll get to them in a little bit. But uh, Carolina on the road, plus four, with uh, another quarterback who hasn't played a lot of tough competition necessarily on the, in the games he's looked at one, like one last year, last week against Arizona. I'm not sure I'm believing in buying in Carolina, even with four points on the road in Houston. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm taking the home team. Yeah, I, I mean, it's four points, right? Right. I... Uh... I don't even know why. I don't even know why. I feel like this is this is such an easy game to get wrong. I wouldn't bet it in real yep. life. Yeah. Uh, because because of everything you said, we just don't know. You don't know about this quarterback. You don't know if the the issue was Cam. Uh, could have been. But I don't know if the answer is this quarterback necessarily. So. Right. I will agree with you. I will take the <laughs> fucking Bill O'Brien led. Houston Texans, Great. all the way to victory. <laughs> oh, I should remind you because this is this is from from Thursday night's game and, and even this game. This is two great examples of the trend that has been happening over this season so far. Last week, Chris, week three, seven road teams won. Ten uh, road teams covered. Wow. Uh, and again, um, uh, seven covered. Going or ten covered. Yeah, ten of them covered. Um, wow. So going in again, uh, road dogs are for weeks three was sixty nine percent one. Fuck, dude, that's road incredible. favorites sixty seven percent one. 
Um, and that, that continues into the season totals. 71% of the road dogs have covered, uh, and road favorites uh, is 62%. Those are far blowing out. The home teams are both like in the uh, no higher than 37%. And the Eagles were on the road last night, right? The Eagles were on the road last night. I, I, I kind of want to just keep writing this out and keep picking uh, the road teams here again, which great. I'm we should. Take your advice. Give me those Panthers. <laughs> Great. It didn't feel right coming out of my mouth to say Bill O'Brien. He'll fucking blow this. Yeah, I know, right? It see, it feels like if this is one of those teams that's going to do it. Close. Um, Give me the Panthers. Yeah, that feels like a much smarter pick. Yeah, right. I mm, man, man. Now I'm conflicted on this one. I feel like I, I feel would like Houston under on this motherfucker too. Yeah, I feel like all right. You know what? I'm going to stay with Houston on this one. I feel like Houston at home. They, they've been playing pretty well lately. I'm not sure. They put up fucking twelve against Jacksonville, dude. Last week? No, like two weeks ago. Okay. Wasn't it like they put up. I yeah, just, I, I'm not I, sure Carolina has a good defense. They gave up a lot of points to Arizona last week. So I'm, I'm, I think that's my convincing theory here that I think as much as I want to take the road team here, I'm going to stick with Houston. Okay. Okay, great. The next one Cleveland on the road in Baltimore getting six and a half points. Now, this has dropped, I believe, from seven. It has, yeah. So um, seven would have been – seemed juicy at seven, right? It seemed a little juicy at seven. Um, I still can't believe a Baltimore would would, would let Cleveland get within you know a touchdown of the final score. I think Baltimore obviously wins this game. But Baltimore's been beating motherfuckers, right? Baltimore's like, been beating motherfuckers. They've been hanging – they hung with Kansas City last week. I mean that was a really yeah. good close game in which This we, feels like a total Baltimore win. Total I mean, Baltimore it, win. Even with six points – although at some point I feel like and, – and I don't think it's anytime soon. But at some point I think Cleveland's going to get this right a little bit. And they're at least – they're offensively and they're going to start scoring some points here. Yeah, I'm, I agree with that. I'm, I, I'm, I, told, I, don't, I don't think the Browns are cooked. No. I, I definitely don't. Right. Much uh, like I the Eagles, I don't. Th- I think they're going to, you know, come on a little bit. Whether they make the playoffs or not, that's a whole different story. We can get into much later down the road. But I, I don't think Cleveland will be able to cover this one either. Either, and again, I'm going against the road team, and I'm making a mistake. Lock it in, bitch. <laughs> okay, next game. Uh, Kansas City is just continuing their total domination of this league. Patrick Mahomes should just be given the MVP right now. Chris, they go into Detroit as the road favorites, minus six and a half. Doesn't seem like enough. Not enough. This kind of makes you worry here a little bit. This is this is the this is the mystery of a two of a two zero and one Lions team. This is this is why you're glad the Lions are undefeated because that is what is keeping this line from being double digits. Right. Yeah. It's only because they have these two bullshit wins. Right. This is Vegas and it's high. giving and they, you a gift. Yeah. Take the gift. Right. Take the gift of the Chiefs. So it I can is, feel comfortable taking the road team on this one, Chris. I mean, if you're going back to coaching, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, coaching. I know, like, I, I know the fucking Kool-Aid man fails in the playoffs, but like, like this is, first of all, who wears a bigger fucking tent shirt than this one? <laughs> Who's got the bigger smock? Not Andy Reid anymore. Andy he's Reed. lost weight, man. Like Patricia's gone to the, he's, he's the unanimous champion on this thing. Ah. Uh, um. And yeah, and Detroit, they don't have the horses on offense to keep up uh, with Kansas City's offense. And I don't think their defense, I, although I think both of them are, are decent, I think they're at least average to maybe above averages offensively and defensively. I don't think they can either stop Kansas City either either side here on this one. Um, and th- I think this is a double-digit win easily for Kansas City. Okay, Yeah. great. That's, I think that would that is one I would put money on. 
Yes, I that would, would be my three. That would be part of my my yeah. three team parlay. I would be very comfortable with that one. Uh, Great. So put it uh, put it in the in the in the hopper in the bin in the hopper in the hopper. Uh, put that one in the hopper with Dennis Hopper. Yeah, but speaking of very comfortable one, let's see if you agree with this on the next one as well. I think this one might be a good one as well. L.A. Chargers on the road as a favorite. This line was minus sixteen and a half earlier this week and is now down to fifteen. If that helps sort of make a difference for you or feel more comfortable. Uh, Miami is showing no signs of being able to cover any sort of game at all, sort of. Um, and that while the Chargers probably aren't offensively the juggernaut that, that they were, like the, the, the Cowboys were last week, who were 22-point favorites and covered, I'm very comfortable taking the Chargers minus 15 points as well in this game. Yeah, I mean, I t- I, again, I wouldn't bet on this one. I wouldn't. Okay. Just, I, I don't like betting on any – I don't like betting on these, like – like any any line that's over like thirteen, I yeah, just would I, know you know. I would never bet on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, you know, that's just me. Uh, I sure the Chargers. I mean, I, this this game just feels like it's gonna be goofy. I I I think it'll be a personally. I think it'll be a two touchdown win. Uh, I think Chargers defense is gonna manhandle the Dolphins, mm-hmm. but I think that the Dolphins can at least stave away another huge blowout. And so I would give the Dolphins the 15 points. I don't think the Dolphins have scored a touchdown yet this season. Well, do you think that's going to last forever? A touchdown uh, this season? Yeah, so far that's all field goals basically at this point in time. Um, I just feel like they have – I think the Chargers defense is still good enough, decent enough, that that streak might continue. If there's a – if there's a um, so if, there, they, if there's so, a prop bet on that, if if – Miami will score a touchdown this game. Are the Chargers? Are the Chargers? So the, okay. Dolphins have Dolphins lost by forty nine to the Ravens, Mm forty three to the Patriots, twenty five to the Cowboys. Mm -hmm. So do you think that the drop us drop off is steep enough that that this is a question for me actually? I'm just asking myself. Do I think the drop off is steep enough that the Chargers are going to win by less than? 10 less than the Cowboys lost by. Yeah, I was actually, I was thinking that myself. Yeah, I think, I I think the, the Chargers offensively aren't like, that's what I was saying. They're not the juggernaut that, that uh, Dallas was. So in that sense, um, I think they can, they can still win by, by two touchdowns. Fuck dude. Miami's put up 16 points. Yeah. Fuck. They're bad. I mean, I've even watched them a little bit. They're just, they're, they're offensive line. They can't protect, uh, Rosen yeah, or whoever's man. quarterbacking them, they He's struggle. They struggle I, a I, lot. I, I, give me, give me fucking Chargers and just stop talking about this. Okay, game. yeah, and then and the, also the other thing too is the Chargers are one and two, but they've cut. They should have. They could have won a couple of those games too, though. So yeah, like, for sure. They're not for terrible. Sure. Um, Melvin's coming back. Melvin's coming back. Might give him a little juice, a little excitement. The whole team a little excitement on this one. Um, I think. I think if obviously if this was under fourteen points, I this I think I think that would be a huge play for us. Okay. Um, you know, but easy, but good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all right. Great. Good. Uh, next game. This one might be a tough one. New England on the road as a favorite in Buffalo. But it's M- always seven, right? Minus seven. Right. I feel like that's a, I feel like that is a Vegas hedge right there. So here's my take on this one. Okay. I think Love you. Take there's two, there's two, there's two lines of thought and I could go either way. I think that seven is very favorable for the Patriots team that has played out of their minds. Like that are just an, in my mind, like one of a team that the Patriots destroyed 
is a very favorable line. And a smart gambler would take New England in seven. Now, counter. <laughs> the Patriots always fucking lose one in the first four games. They're playing in a very amped up Bills stadium, which could mean something. Mm-hmm. I think the Bills are going to be playing very aggressively. And and this is kind of like their season right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if I was a risk taker, I would bet the Bills money line. Okay. Um, so what I will do this, I'm going to tell you this. And I will go ahead and just steal this prediction. For this show, definitely Patriots minus seven. Okay. Definitely. But I will personally be putting money on the Bills money line. <laughs> That's just how I'm playing this. All right. That makes sense? All right. Interesting. No, but yeah. <laughs> Why not? Because <laughs> if you feel it, oh, well, the money line, I'm sorry. You're right. It's totally different. We're not doing money line. So right. obviously, yeah. Okay. I agree. Um, uh, I, I, I feel you on that one. I, I think Buffalo has been, they've been good, but I think they've been a little lucky and a little fortunate offensively most of the time as well. Sure. Cincinnati played them really close. I think they... Even though it's at home, it's, I'm not quite comfortable giving up seven points because I think it it could be closer than I think. But I think I, I think they I think Buffalo has a hard time scoring points in this game. Um, yeah, dude, I totally agree yeah, with that. Right. I I I I just feel like maybe there's a chance they blitz the shit out of Brady, um, and maybe right. the Patriots' defense doesn't have an answer for a quarterback who can run. Maybe they have not faced that yet. Maybe they faced pocket quarterbacks. But they've played them before. I don't. I don't remember. I didn't look up like last year what you know kind of happened, transpired, and stuff. But I, I think defensively, Patriots are far and away better than they were last year. Even so, I, I. Okay. Okay. But let me counter you with this: the Patriots haven't played a team that's won a game yet. It's true. The Patriots have played an O and blank uh, like. It's true. Oh, and nine fucking schedule. We just talked about that about Green Bay. Patriots. Right. We've just so, talked about Green Bay like that in that same regard. So exactly. So um, like so, it's just a, it's a. <laughs> I would ne- I I, I am very risk averse when it comes to the Patriots. Sure. I, I, so I agree. That's why I take this up. I'm with you on that one too. Okay. Cool. Um. S- next game, uh, Raiders on the road in Indianapolis. <laughs> You get this one. I will. Uh, and I got something for you on this one, a little tidbit I for you. I know you've got thoughts on this. This is such your kind of game. Oakland's plus six and a half mm-hmm. on the road against the Colts, who have been looking really pretty good, actually, lately uh, in all their games. And um, However, my stat for you, or my little note for you on the Raiders, is that they have gone one and eight and have been outscored by 15 points on the road under Gruden's watch. In the last what wow. year, year or so, whatever wow. it's been, right? And the topper, the little cherry on top, Chris, is they don't play a true home game until November third. They play one game. It's they have one home game, quote unquote, but it's in London. In wow. the, in that time, in the next month or so. Wow. So what? What? A, what? A, how nice of that for a farewell for the. Raiders fans did <laughs> right? not get any home games in their last season with the team. <laughs> Fucking a. Uh, so with that, uh, I'm I'm high on Indianapolis. I, I, like I'm not making any sort of you know prediction here that Indianapolis is going to be the greatest team of all time or whatever. They, even, even if they're going to win their division and stuff, but I do think Indianapolis at home is strong. They have a good strong defense. I think Oakland can score some points here. So if this game was over seven, 
I would maybe hit, look into hitting Oakland, but I'm just not convinced that they've got anything figured out offensively or defensively with that team. Uh, there's video of uh, Vontae Perfect like trying to punch a dude as he's getting tackled to the ground the last game. And That's whatnot. what I'm talking about. That's you know, what I'm talking about. Um, Love me some Vontae. So great. I will not. I don't think I will ever be comfortable taking Oakland at any point in time during this season, even if I'm getting a lot of points, until they prove it to me that they can. They're actually worthy. Um, so I'll give me Indianapolis at home. Uh, one of the rare home do- or home uh, teams I'll take maybe this week. Uh, I, you know what? I just, you love, uh, Oakland. God, man, you love Oakland. Great about this. I, here's you what I would do. The over under is 45. I would take the under on this game. Um, the Raiders, I don't think have put up more than two touchdowns. Yeah, in the game. That's a good, that's a good, one. Uh, I, like that. I don't, and I don't see how they score. I, I'm not sure Indy is really scoring a lot of points either. They indeed did okay against the against the Falcons, but other than that, no. They, I mean, they've they've let's put it this way: they've all of their games have been close. Right. Uh, there's just really no good way for me to predict this one. I I I'm gonna just go against the trend and take the Colts at home with you because I think that that's a difference maker. Sure. Okay. Great. I, I'm a little surprised. I thought you were gonna take with the Raiders on that one. I know, but like, <laughs> I'm, the thing is, like, the more I think about this, like phenomenon of road teams covering mm-hmm. it's phenomenon's end right and, and, and I hear looking you. at the schedule it just feels like this is the week that it does yeah right exactly i think i think um because i'm looking at i'm looking at some pretty pretty shitty looking road teams yeah and there's enough obvious like road teams here that we just i mean we just went three in a row there with with road teams i think that are probably the the safer ones to bet if you're gonna yeah, keep doing exactly. this uh and obviously you can't pick all of them or you i think it'd be stupid maybe to pick all of them <laughs> yeah maybe not though time will tell um We'll know next week. Yeah, we will, won't we? That's the great thing about this, Chris. Yeah, America. <laughs> the great thing about this next game, Chris, is that no one wants to watch this game. Uh, wait, let me guess what it is. Is it involve the Titans? <laughs> it does! Of yes. course it does. <laughs> Tennessee on the road getting four points against an explosive Atlanta Falcons offense, Chris. I don't understand how this line is four points. I don't either. Shouldn't it be more? Yeah, this is this is a fucking this is a gimme. This this is a, I take, Tennessee is I still writing a, a sort of first week reputation here about being able to run and play defense when they couldn't even beat Jacksonville. I uh, I I just don't I. Listen, I'm yeah. not sure Atlanta's any good either, but they they sort of. Um, you know, I, I think I don't. I don't know what to think honestly on this game, Chris. But I'm gonna, I'm going to take the home team here, give up four points, and I'm going to I'm going to walk away from it. I'd put this in a parlay. Ooh, I think that I feel that I'm that bullish on the Falcons. I still think they make the playoffs. Okay, All that's right. me. Okay, that's me. I still I still think they have the I still they still have the weapons. Uh, I think they are. I think they're kind of learning as they go. Um, and they're going to be one of those teams that like you just wait and you wait it out. They'll, I think they'll figure out a way to like work their way into the playoffs. And okay. uh, this is, but in order to do so, they have to win games like this, uh, which I think they will. Okay. Uh, actually, you know what? Another one. Uh, this one maybe bet on the over on this one. Washington in New York against the division rival Giants. Forty nine. The forty nine. I, th- I feel like so. My thing is like both these teams have been able to score touchdowns. Uh, last week, uh, the Giants did it with Danny Dimes at the helms against a, against a, a average defense. Um, Wait a minute, hold on, hold 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 on. Have we talked about fucking Danny Dimes yet? DJ Tanner, did uh, we get a chance to really talk no, about I'm him? I'm saving it for right now, Chris. Basically, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> I 
I can honestly say I did not watch any of that game. I did. I was working. I was getting texted by like all of my Giants fans. Uh, they're just in love with Daniel Jones. Uh, it's like Eli never existed. They've all moved on so so easily. They're behind this one and O quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that. Who's that guy on first take by by like Stephen A. Smith? Who's that guy? Fucking Kellerman or whatever. Yeah. Yep. He's he's eaten his words. He's issued an apology to to Gettleman and the Giants. Uh, he's on board. Everyone has like everyone has said that they are. They are of course uh, they are. They're they're oh we were wrong. Of course Daniel they Jones, are. Daniel Jones is the second coming. Uh, I got a little news for you, Giants fans. Give it a minute. Ryan Leaf won his first fucking game. <laughs> Baker Mayfield won his first, won his first game. Won his first two. You know how many he won after that? Three. You the know, rest of his career. You know what's so, so, so funny about all this, actually, is that everyone's all of a sudden, like, with bad mouth and Dan, Daniel Jones, and then everyone's all on board now because he had one amazing game. And it's like, and now everyone's like... I want like, nothing more than Daniel Jones to succeed. I want nothing more than Giants fans to have the team they deserve. I like the Giants. I do. I just hate Eli Manning. But guess what? Wake <laughs> up, fuckers. Daniel Jones still sucks. I believe he sucks. I, I, I'm going to stay with my original thought process. Maybe he looked great. I'm prefacing this by saying I have not watched any Daniel Jones. But I'm just going off of history. Yeah, man. And I'm going off of I I don't For not sure. that I don't think that he could whoop the Redskins. The skins are garbage. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying pump the fucking brakes, guys. The, pump the fucking brakes. The point with all this is this this overhypeness in like one game. It's like you they did it to Baker Mayfield and now they're talking shit about Baker Mayfield because he's garbage. One hundred percent. They're talking 100%. shit about Daniel Jones. He has one good they're game and now it's like so he's hard. the he's the he's the future Hall of Famer with the New York Giants now. It's like just can you please like you, like you don't have to apologize for having a take on Daniel Jones when he was drafted. Like you could still wait a few more games and see yeah, maybe I've, he I've, isn't dude, this I've good. Heard, I've, from the Baker point, I've heard people say like, "Oh, I'm still in on Baker. I still think Baker can do things." I'm like, maybe he really? can. Oh, how nice of you! Right? How very nice of you! Right? To like still be on board with it. Like a he's played. That, I think he still played less than half a season. You know, or full yeah. one full season. You know, like he. Like under, just with, under potentially two of the worst coaches he'll ever play. Right. For. And then, then they're talking shit about how he was calling out Daniel Jones about it. He, he's no good. You know what? Stop giving everybody the mantle after one fucking game on all this stuff. Right. Yo, yo, uh, and I know that DJ has, had done, has done amazing things uh, that last game, but now he's going into the game without quads. Mm-hmm. Right. He's got no Saquon. Well, he didn't have uh, quads for a whole second half of the game. So, I mean, he was I, I, pretty impressive. Yeah, I know. I know that's the thing. I know that's And he led him on a game-winning drive without quads. Like, he he did really good. Nice. I watched, actually, I think most of that game. And I was. And he looked, he looked sharp. He looked sharp. He looked good. He was poised. He Like, all those right. things that you hear that he was. Like, they were blitzing him. And he was, he was handling it. And he looked like a veteran out there. All right? And so. But it was one game. And he was able to do it. And, and. Give him three, four, five games when people have tape on him and are able to coach him and 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 figure out defensively how to play him. Then we'll see exactly how how it's how it's going to go. I, or, you know, yeah. Without having watched him, I, I I really don't. I shouldn't have said I think he sucks because I haven't watched him. He might suck think, though. We I just, just don't think, know. I it's one game. There's, there's exactly there's no way to know. Right. Uh, so I think that it's just a little bit too much of an overreaction, which annoys me because I if he is good, will the Giants fans be willing to say? 
hey, we like our GM. He did a good job. We they're, didn't I believe I think they're him. already trying to say that. They're already trying to like walk all their statements back and like and and say like, oh, man, maybe this guy is as good as you know, like we didn't think he was and all this stuff. And it's like, you know what? He's not. He's a fucking buccaneers. Yeah, dude. man. He like he wasn't that good in Carolina. That's why he got fired and he he never drafted well. And it's like, all right, maybe he if he doesn't even hit on this one guy, it doesn't mean that he's gonna have success. Actually, history will prove that he won't have success for the rest of them. But maybe that's okay as long as they have their their Hall of Fame quarterback now. So does it now speaking of uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, <laughs> is Case Keenum playing this game? Uh, he is playing this game. I, I don't think I would have loved if nothing more to, for Daniel Jones to go up against Dwayne Haskins, but I yeah, don't why, think that's going to. I can't gonna, believe that did. Oh man, that's. that's I don't that's think that's going to happen. I think they're really like I, he might not be as far along as they need him to be to actually be successful to play in the game right now. That's a, a good point. Uh, I, so I watched that skins game the other night. Um, what was, uh, Monday night? let me just say this. Let me say this. Uh, they were out of it. Like they, they definitely showed flashes and case Keenum. I, and I know that I like I've murder was the case and all that. I do think he's a quality quarterback. Yeah, he he's, is. He's making this rookie right wide receiver gonna- look like a, a genius. He scored, he put, he played good. He played good quarterback with the tools he had against probably the best defensive football. Um, so I think that like Case Keenum is a good quarterback who just never had a good team to play with. Yeah, and, and, um, and, and when he did, he made it to the fucking playoffs and had one of the most memorable moments in Minnesota football history. Absolutely. And, that said, I don't know what I I. I don't know what what do you, what you see is, is what you're going to get yours? with Case Keenum, right? He's going to throw you some interceptions. He's going to make some bad passes, and then he's going to make some incredible throws for you know seventy yard touchdowns and whatnot. Um, neither team can I don't think is going to be able to run in this game. Um, right. Neither team has a running back. Neither team has really a, a running back. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they're going to. I think there's going to be. I th- that's why I think it's going to be high scoring. I think there's going to be a lot of big plays, big touchdown plays of like you know, I agree with that. 30, 40, 50 yards or more. Uh, both defenses are, I think, are shitty, especially in the secondary. Yep. Which plays into that role, um, and it's 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 Washington plus three on the road. I like. It feels like I want to take the points a little bit, but I'll buy into to Daniel Jones a little bit for two reasons, Chris. Okay, let's hear him. One is is last week apparently he swears in the huddle. Unlike oh, Eli God, Manning. Fucking give me a break, dude. He, Eli, apparently Eli Manning never swore in the huddle. Danny Jones came out and because of this, one of did his wide receivers like, even noted like, it what and kind of said, swears was it? He what said kind of it was, was an eye opener. And he said he that was ass? the thing that propelled us to keep fighting. Because so he said ass. He's they like, got the rest of his team to sort of follow his lead and 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 come together around him. I think it speaks volumes of what Eli and what, how people probably felt about Eli as a teammate. Uh, I mean, I think what people swears or not, like when your quarterback can't throw further than the 15 yards of field, you start to lose faith in him. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And I think, and I think having a quarterback that's just got some agility probably was a nice change of pace, you know? Yeah. Um, I, that was a huge help because there was, he made, he scored two touchdowns there that Eli never could have even gotten close to scoring on those two things. He, Daniel Jones has two running touchdowns. Eli, ha, I believe has, if I looked this up right, Eli had seven in 15 years. <laughs> so you like, you're taking what you're taking the Giants. I don't know if I'm taking the Giants, but I got one more thing for you. Daniel okay. Jones does not like the nickname Danny Dimes. It's because it's fucking dumb. It's a dumb, but hold on. There's more. He was interviewed, asked about it. He said, I don't know. It's all right, I guess. There could be worse nicknames. His nicknames so far growing up, 
before he and got to the NFLs was in high school it was swag. Ugh. And then at, swag? at Duke it was future the future. Oh god. He, this guy has yeah. the, the the worst non-creative <laughs> nicknames. Yo. So Cause you, cause Daniel Dimes is almost perfect for him. <laughs> and even the New York Post had a headline that said and their paper like after their win it was Dantastic. That's amazing. That's amazing. I like that one. That should maybe be that should maybe be his nickname. So one of the greatest nicknames of all time came from a Dan. Thunder Dan Marley is mm-hmm. one of the fucking raddest nicknames mm-hmm. ever. Because it's just make it's there's no alliteration. There's no it's sense. Just like makes no sense. Dan. Like that's just fucking awesome, man. Yeah. So right. I'm waiting for Daniel Jones to be bad so that the post will put blunder Dan as a headline. <laughs> Um, that would be amazing. I don't know. Right now, well, I could, you could go off of the potty mouth thing. I don't know if he's got like, there's a, he's a real swear, you know. He's, <laughs> he's got, he's got to get some soap in bad his ma- mouth. Bad. Wash your, wash your mouth out with some soap, there, DJ. <laughs> I still like DJ Tanner. Um, of course you I, do. I, uh, so what are you taking? What are you, uh, doing? you know I'm, what? So I, I feel like there's gonna be a lot of points in this game. I, I, I want to take the Giants. I, I, I don't know if it's smart. to to, to give up the three points or not. Um, but it comes down to, at this point, following the the, the, the numbers here, Chris, uh, I'll take Washington on the road with the points because that's that's just the trend that, that I'm, I'm, I'm going to lean into that one. Okay. Well, I mean, you were like 11 and 5 last week. So <laughs> By would, sure luck. By sure dumb tr- luck. I would trust yourself. <laughs> I, uh, I, here, I'm going back to my Ryan Leaf uh, – parallel yeah uh, i think that this is this is the quintessential like it it, it is i think the, the legend of daniel jones of reaction games yeah, yeah the giants will slaughter the reds mm-hmm. and the giants fans will think they've got the second coming i think so and, too and then they will come crashing down to reality and uh you know and, and, it, and it will probably happen at the hand of the vikings um then they've got the patriots i it just it just feels like they're gonna Man, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Let's take the Giants. Let's move on to the next game. So we got to wrap this up, Chris. Once again, we've already blown past a whole hour. (laughs) (laughs) We're way behind here. Okay, Arizona at home as the home dog plus five against my CLC Hawks. So one thing here. Mm -hmm. This football season has been paralleling with a famed sitcom from the 70s, the Brady Bunch. (laughs) What? We had mono, which was which oh, was a, yeah. a huge topic uh-huh. on the Brady Bunch. Uh-huh. I think the world was introduced to mono from the Brady Bunch. <laughs> uh, that's why people call it the kissing disease. Right. And uh, Sam Bradford, or not Sam Bradford, God, wow. Ooh. That was a Freudian slip. Yeah. Sam Darnold mm-hmm. got mono. Uh, Who could be the then, next Sam Bradford. Then last week, somebody was playing ball in the house. They got their nose smashed with a football. Peaches Carol? <laughs> Carol! Which was also a plot line in fucking Brady Bunch. Getting hit in the face with a football. So, what could happen? Who's, who's going to be jinxed by the Tiki statue? Who's going to get jinxed by the Tiki? Who's going to get AIDS? Who's going to get to be, be Davy Jones? We, we may never know who's, who's going to get a new car. Who's going to sleep with her mom? Yeah. yeah Behind the scenes. Their mom. It's a, it's good. Some uh, I'm waiting for the third that happens in threes. So I'm waiting for the third Brady Bunch uh, likeness from this season. 
Uh, that's my own take, by the way. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't steal it. No, I like you, it. That's a good one. You hear it somewhere else. Uh, it was mine. Okay. Um, Seahawks, Cardinals. Uh, I get to pick this one yep. first. Yep. yep. The Seahawks confuse me very much, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't. Welcome to the club. I, ugh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with my boy Walt Disney. Uh, he's gonna be the difference maker in this game. Um, so give me Seattle um, on the five. road. Okay. Plus five and a half, right? Okay. I so badly want to take that because they're the road team. I, I feel like they're so much better than Arizona. Um, however, their secondary is shaky. If, if there's one team that Arizona is going to have success against, I feel like it's just going to be Seattle. Seattle, again, against the spread, giving up points. I don't like that, especially um, even though it's kind of within that sort of four or five area, which I, uh, I've talked about, I think, before, about sort of being acceptable maybe here. Yep. Yep. Um also on the radio the other day in Seattle Sports Radio, I heard the other day someone uh, was a I don't know if it was a Freudian slip, but someone ended up instead of calling him Pete Carroll, the host called him Peaches Carroll, <laughs> which I think is a great Yo Peaches Carroll. <laughs> Peaches Carroll, I think is a great, oh, that's a name, great name for for him as his alter ego. Um, Peaches. Peaches. Hi Peaches. How are you today, Peaches? Um, I feel like this is a game that, that Arizona should not even be close in this game, uh, although I think they always have success against Seattle. Last year, Seattle played Rosen. They did not pressure him. They tried to sit back and, and, and let him pick them apart and do damage to him, and that's exactly what he did, and that game was way too close to call. I don't know what the, what the final uh, spread in that game was. Um, and Seattle last week, I, I'm following that suit against uh, sort of giving uh, – not taking Seattle, giving up points. I will take Arizona at home plus five. I think you're onto something, Ashley. That's a that's a pretty good take. Uh, I think that the you're, I forgot that this is an interconference rivalry, mm-hmm. and that might be the difference maker. It might. Uh, I feel I, like Seattle. If, if Seattle's any good this year, though, they're going to win this game. They're going to win it by like ten points or more, and they're going to put Arizona away like almost every other team except for Detroit has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just I'm just not buying into them. I'm not buying into that notion quite yet. That's just you because you're you like to be against your own team. Of course. So yep. next next please. Right, Tampa Bay on the road in L.A. against the Rams. This game started at plus ten and is now down to plus nine for Tampa Bay. Uh, is this a road team that you can take the points on? Feel comfortable uh, covering? Me. Uh, yeah, it's although your, you went, your, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's my go, turn. I'll yeah. take it if you want, because you know what I'm going to say. Uh, you're going to take Tampa Bay in the points. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You love Tampa Bay so much. I love Tampa Bay. And I also think fucking Goff is garbage. I and think, guess what? The world's starting to agree with me. Yeah. I think it's garbage too. I do feel like they're going to have success on this, on this Tampa Bay defense though. Nine points is a lot. It's um, fucking. It's a ton, dude. It's a ton. It's a ton. You know what? All right, I'm gonna take the road. I'm gonna take the road uh, team and the points here. Um, do you take Rams the over on this one? Do you take the Rams over on this one? What's that? Do you take the over on this one? Forty nine and a half. Probably not. Pro- mm. I I I think I'm done betting the over. I think I'm only looking for unders. Okay. Forty nine is forty nine is a lot. Yeah. I would. I honestly probably would take the under on. Okay. This. Actually, maybe that's one we can. I I would actually. I might be comfortable taking. Taking the under on this one too, so okay. We haven't come up. We've like, only come up with like, one so far on our on our three team parlay. So, well, so we've got the under on the Rams. Yep. Bucks, right? You you are willing to ride with me on that one? Bucks, we maybe. Like the, we both like the Chiefs uh, to beat the Lions, and then we'll and the 
uh, Falcons to beat the Titans, right? That I don't like the. I don't. I'm not so high on the Falcon Falcons Titans one, so I'm not. So right now we're just Chiefs Lions. That's all we got. Yeah, I that's feel like that's kind of what we've settled on uh, for both okay. of us. But there's a couple games coming up here. We might be able to kind of solidify some things here. Next okay. game, Jacksonville plus three on the road in Denver. This is a this is your pick. Yeah, I will go on this pick. Jacksonville. I'm riding um, Minshew here again. Uh, Denver is not impressive at all offensively or defensively. Um, Jacksonville. I don't know if they're doing it. Someone's doing a story on Minshew and stuff, but they've gotten uh, they've gotten Minshew and Uncle Rico together. Okay. For a story, and there's a photo shoot, and the whole thing. Something's coming out, I think, in the next couple of days or this weekend. I don't know if it's with ESPN or whatnot, but there's a photo of Minshew and with the dude who plays Uncle Rico in Napoleon Dynamite. He's got the headband on and a really weird, like light blue, powder blue outfit on, um, and they're both got their arms around each other. And I think it's great. I'm still riding the Minshew hype train for at least one more week. Okay. I. Uh, I'll. I mean, I. I want to. <laughs> uh, this is a weird one. So the, the, the over under is only 38, which yeah. I still, I think that's probably fair. Uh, this, I, this could I, be an under game. I think the Jags, I think the Jags explode in this game. Mm. I really do. Okay. I think that this is, I think this one actually goes over. I don't know. And I, I'm with you. I take the Jags. I take Minchu. I think you got to just take the governor off though. He's been, he, the play calls have been weird on him. Let, well, they let, can't. They can't run, uh, and he's he loves throwing the deep ball to Chark and the whole thing. So I, yeah, I, I I agree. I think their offense kind of keeps, um, and I think they can exploit one side of the field against Denver. Chris Harris obviously is a lockdown cornerback for them, and I don't know who he'll be matched up against. So, but I, I think whatever else, and they I don't, and I don't know if Jacksonville can even run on Denver's defense or whatnot. And Fournette has has not been capable of doing anything right now. I still feel like though Jacksonville wins this game. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. I agree with that. Too. Okay. Uh, in a game, I think we should maybe take the under on here. Um, well, I, wait, I, I, I'm going to be blown away if, I, if you tell me it's the Vikings and Bears. <laughs> it's the Vikings and Bears, Chris. It's over, man. That's a, that's an easy over. What? Both these teams have sort of stout defenses with one team being an inept offensively. Minnesota on the road plus two and a half. I'm taking the point. I'm taking the points on this one, and it just so happens that they're the road team, two and a half points. I, even though it's Chicago at home, I think I think this is a low-scoring, close game. Okay, I mean it's a I get, God. I just don't know. Neither of these teams feel like two and one to me. They both feel like shit. Yeah. Uh, but I think the Vikings are the better of the two. Yeah. So I will take the Vikings. It's again the road trend. Okay. Um, I am going to now stay away from the over/under because I think you. Now I'm just confused. Now I'm just. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, I don't think I've I think like Minnesota's going to have a hard lost, time running against Chicago, where they can try to pass, and that's not Kirk Cousins' strong suit. Um, although Chicago has a has a nice secondary as well, so I just I feel like there's there's going to be a hard time. And then with Trubisky being so terrible as he is, and and that offense of just being completely inept and out of sync, I'm just I'm, I'm having a hard time finding where they're going to be scoring more than uh, like you know uh, twenty points uh, twenty uh, points of each here, basically. Yeah. Here's here's a, what you want to take, you want, you want to yeah you want give to it to me. No no here's a likeness. Mm. Mitchell Trubisky is the next Jake Plummer. Oh. Like you kind of get saddled with him. Mm. Like you he, he he's never gonna be a super. He, he'll get he'll get to some playoffs. Yeah he'll, he'll have win some, some games. games. Right. He's gonna have some big games. He'll be in the league for a long time, mm-hmm. but he's never gonna win shit. End up with like three, two, three teams maybe in, in yep. the end. I yeah. just feel like there's a lot. I see a lot of Jake Plummer in mm. Mitchell Trubisky. I, you know what? 
I'm liking that. I'm liking that a lot, actually. Because he's not so, terrible, but he's not he's great. He's not terrible. Right. And you, but you, you yeah. don't know exactly yeah. what you're going to get. Jake Plummer could put up fucking yeah. 400 yards yeah. passing, and the next week he could, like, do throw five interceptions. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. Oh, man, I like so it. So this is that's a weird one. one. Like, that's, that's, why I don't trust, that's why I don't trust Trubisky to be necessarily bad. I think this line is close. I fucking hate Kirk Cousins, and I like the Bears' defense. So give me the Bears. Two games left. Wrapping it up here, Sunday right. night, Dallas, yes. New Orleans. This is a fun one. This is a fun one. I'm New Orleans to watch this one. is at home, yeah, getting home two down. and a half points. I'm down two points. Diane points. I don't know if they can keep pace offensively with what Dallas is doing. Um, but however, I'm I'm sticking with my model, Chris. Here, I'm taking New Orleans at home with the points, even though it's two and a half. I don't think that's probably quite enough, but I'll still take the points. Ain't enough, dude. Ain't Cowboys enough. are real. Yeah, Cowboys I think they are, are too. good. Yeah, and, uh, and I'm not sure their defense Bridgewater. is real enough. That I think I think New Orleans. I, I think Sean Payton last week against Seattle, he just sort of reaffirmed and proved that Sean Payton is a really good, creative, amazing offensive coach, and I think he's he'll I, be able to I find agree, ways I, to I score agree. points against Dallas. I totally agree with that. I just think the Bridgewater isn't enough. Mm-hmm. Like if it comes down to it, he's not going to be able to march them down the line to score. A touchdown down by four at the end of the game. Yes. And I will That's say it. this Dak Prescott is getting a raw deal from a lot of people across the board here. He everyone thinks he's just a game manager. I think he's everyone, much more he's than always that. been shitted on. Right? He's always been shitted he's, on. He's the parallel hill is, is basically Russell Wilson was when when the Seahawks had Marshawn Lynch, right? And right. it was all about the run game, and that Russell Wilson was just a game manager, and his whole success was basically because he had Marshawn Lynch in the backfield. And that has proven not to be true. And I think the same thing will be proven. Uh, uh, as well with Dak Prescott, and that guy is it's like I've, uh, if you look at his numbers, he is keeping pace with Patrick Mahomes this year for like yards, touchdowns. Like they're it's incredible. And 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 I'm saying this stupidly. You should probably take Dallas in this game, but I will just stick with what has usually worked for me in the past, and that's New Orleans in the points. Yeah, I I think that I think the one thing we uh, to back to your your take on on Dak Prescott getting a raw deal. Tony Romo would still be a quarterback if it wasn't for Dak Prescott. <laughs> like he, remember how beloved he was? Yeah. He wasn't considered a good yeah. quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Prescott came in and like took the reins. Like it was seamless, man. Let's not forget, like what he's done in Dallas is pretty fucking impressive. It's impressive. Dallas was never supposed to win, and he's been great. He's kept that team competitive. Zeke plays a role for sure. He's got the weapons. Give me Cowboys. Done. Almost as impressive is that his backup quarterback, I believe, last year, Kellen Moore, is the offensive coordinator, and he is he has transformed the offense that like That's Jason Kerr awesome. can only dream that. about. That's awesome. Right. I didn't I did not know that. Either Kellen Moore is the quarter head coach of the Cowboys within the next two to three years, or he's he's somewhere else leading uh, uh, an offensive revolution. I can only hope it would be in Seattle. <laughs> He went to Boise State after all, Chris, so he can come back to the Northwest. Smurf turf. Okay, Monday night, last game. Cincinnati plus three and a half in Pittsburgh. Is Pittsburgh didn't play that bad of a game last week against 49ers. I heard it was a train wreck. I didn't watch it. I heard it was an absolute train well, wreck. Well, both teams weren't great. Close. You know, like, I, I don't think, I, I, I feel like sort of Pittsburgh, even though they lost and it wasn't a good game for them, I feel like they sort of at least got a little bit of offense going. I think they yeah. showed signs of life. Right. They put up some points. Um, I think 49ers are probably overrated as hell as well, being 3-0, and not having played any really good teams either. Um, I like – and I, Cincinnati, I, they're a little uh, 
you know, maybe Jekyll and Hydish. They seem like they can put up some offense here. Maybe it's smart to take the three and a half points. I will take Pittsburgh at home giving up three and a half points. I think they'll be able to contain Cincinnati just enough to keep them at, at bay and, and more than three points away. I think, I think Cincinnati has the better skill position players in this game. I think Pittsburgh's lost at running back. I think Juju's great, but I, I think that right now there are two receivers better than him playing on the Bengals. I think Andy Dalton's got more experience, obviously, than Mason. Uh, I think the Steelers win, um, but I don't think they cover. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would take the Bengals a, just because it's, gonna, it's like bound to be fucking a shit show and close. I feel like that's the smart thing to do there. Well, good. I'm um, glad I did something smart for yeah. the time being. Yeah, we'll see. We'll just see what happens here next week. We'll see what happens. Uh, all right, Chris. Well, I, uh, I, I guess we should go now. Yeah, we should call it a day. We should call it a day because we're at we're already we're almost at an hour and a half, Chris. We just no, can't. Are you not do this? Uh, God. Next week next we're just making be, picks. We're let's just, just do picks next week. Yeah, we're spending forty minutes, forty-five minutes just doing picks, and that's it. That's it. Next week will be a picks only pot. Final, uh, final thing, final thought. Let's drink it two hours. W- WNBA final starting, I believe, this weekend. Washington Stop. Mystics, Connecticut Sun. I'm what still on like? board. I'm all over my my Washington Mystics and Elena Deladon. Oh yeah. <laughs> Who says Washington is cursed? Right. Yeah. Not with the ladies. Not with the Washington right. Mystics. I can't find it on on uh, fan duels, but uh, of course but, you can't. You can't bet yeah. on it, Chris. But you can just yeah. root for him. Well, I'll root. I'll be rooting my ass off. All right, that's it. Peace. Boom.